It's Deep Alamon Air, serving the DFW Metroplex. Only the best in underground and local music. Cause me and music are one, you know, music is like my best friend. Deep Alamon Air. Much to be expected What am I doing here, 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 here? 
this feeling lasts for fucking ever. I don't wanna come back down, let me stay above the ground. I hope I do what I was meant to do. Cause I've been searching for that answer, I just hope I get it now. Please let me find euphoria. When you up above the clouds, like, who gon' touch me now? And do we ever get to know the truth? Cause everybody seems to have it, but to me it seems they lack it. Now I'm rolling and I'm sipping lean. Sometimes I catch a buzz just to help me picture love. Drinking liquor and I'm smoking weed. And you don't ever do too much if you can never do enough. Wonder why it's me instead of you. I'll be there to rescue you. Problems you got several. They got out of that medical. Uh, I've been blessed with. Must be expected What am I doing
Ladies and gentlemen of the 214-469-972 and beyond, this is your Local Over Everything. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 24 of the Live is Set on the Net. That's right, we've been taking over for the 99 and the 2000s for 24 whole episodes of dope vibes, crucial content, and oh-so-necessary conversations, all for the love of Dallas. What up, fellas? What is up, Rodney Blue? Shit, shit, man. Yo, uh, Finally over this technical difficulties, huh? Tony Bay said you look like B.O.B., by the way. Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> Thanks, Tony Bay. Real cool, man. I appreciate that. No, I don't really. Not at all. I, I don't know if that's... Is like, that a better? Little, like a little bit. Is that, is, that, is that better or worse than Arsenio? My nigga, it, it really depends. Like, I, <laughs> you know, like, it's like the lesser of two evils, bro. Like, I don't fucking know, though. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, Tony Bay, for telling me, like, <laughs> fucking adding VOB to the list, nigga. Yeah, man. Um, without further ado, man, if you know us, then out motherfucking standing. If you don't, here's a chance for you to find out. We are the locals. Beside me, as always, is my best friend and starting middle linebacker, the man with the golden lens, Mr. Learn Something New Every Day, the ever-so-talented Mo the Bear. What up, Mo? What's good, son? Shit, man. You know, I'm That's quite the intro. I feel like a guest for a second now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I do my thing. You know that shit was nice, is. bro. You know how it is. And the young blood responsible for dealing today's cuts and jams like you slipped and fell on a broken jar of jelly is none other than the baby-faced based one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The baby-faced based one himself, young Cambio, subbing in for the big brother Simon Phoenix, who I was going to say is out somewhere getting more Clash of Clans notifications on his phone than titty pics, but he's in here with us right now. And if you and if you know Simon Phoenix, you got to understand that that's, that's saying something. If you know this cat, he getting more Clash of Clans notifications What the fuck you know pics. about his titty pics, dog? Hey, man, I just I, I see this nigga maneuver out here in these streets, man. Which is equivalent to zero. Just <laughs> okay. Get okay, this nigga caught up, bro. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. <laughs> okay, bro. See mommy side of, on the side of the road one day. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nowhere to go, dog. <laughs> yeah, man. And the man making sweet love to the insides of your ears right now is none other than the young and the reckless, the six foot plus slim well, boom boom tickler, young booty nibbler, the crown prince of Pleasant Grove. I am Rodney Blue, and we are the locals. And once more, this is local over everything. Thank you for having us, Dallas, Texas, and the world. I always feel like really uncomfortable when you do your intro. <laughs> why, why you on like why why I'm you on? Mad First off, check my mic, bro. You are good. You you good you good you sure yeah all right I just like poon never mind I ain't going there go ahead man go ahead state your beef my nigga that was a very shoot your shot I guess the second time you called yourself the poon poon tickler no it's it's more than that bro it's the six foot plus slim poon poon tickler young booty nibbler do you see this nigga over like doing the actual like (laughs) we got him on camera nigga (laughs) (laughs) part of the body is technically the poon poon. It is it's all encompassing, my brother. It's all, right. all encompassing. Shit. I gotta learn some shit. Yeah. Anyway, man, for archive episodes of season one and two of Local of Everything, make sure you pop over to our SoundCloud page and follow Local of Everything for all future episodes as well. 
Over there, you'll find our comp tape, The Locals Volume 1, with contributions from local B-Smiths such as Blue the Misfit, Topic, and a couple of the Iras, many more. Do you know, or uh, do, do know that we're taking some... <laughs> Do know that we're taking submissions for the second volume of man. We gotta actually take submissions, bro. Yeah, man, and it's crazy because like, um, you know, it's been a minute since we've done it. We have yeah. to actively get out. And, yeah, like, we gotta like get people to get back yeah. on this joint, man. Because we used to just be out there, like, yo, we're taking submissions, and now we just kind of like say the shit on the show. Hey, nigga, like, we are still taking submissions. Hey, guys, we're taking submissions. <laughs> Volume two of the locals, man, it's on the way. So submit your tracks. It is. Yeah, it send is, us totally an email beats and original compositions to the local everything email. Well, local everything at gmail.com and possibly find yourself on the spot on what's to be the soundtrack of the upcoming season. What's yeah, that, man. That sounds of spring, probably. I'm thinking summer, man. I'm summer, thinking early summer? summer. I'm thinking early summer. Summer's a long time away, bro. It's only February. Spring right around the corner. Yeah. All right. Maybe like somewhere between. It'll be like Sprummer or some Sprummer, shit. Sprummer, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 for your Sprummer soundtracks. You know what I'm saying? Tune into the Locals Volume 2. Man, do that move. Uh, we'll, we'll be more active about uh, hunting y'all down, but definitely, definitely make that move. Um, Speaking of B-Smiths from our tape, first off, shout out to Lars Blake, who's in the uh, building. Shout out he to was, Lars Blake, Future was, Beats um, Records in the building. Yeah, absolutely. And, and many more things. That's <laughs> yeah, my yeah, boy, yeah. Lars. Uh, but uh, one of our, our B-Smiths that was on the comp tape, uh, K-Wash, he had a pretty big couple past weeks. Uh, firstly, K-Wash uh, had his EP release at uh, it like two Saturdays ago. We missed the last episode. Some so it was day, about yeah. two Saturdays ago. At Sandaga, many people fell through, man. It was live art, food, drinks, and a DJ sets. I got to slide through myself and check it out, and it was definitely our type of scene, man. Artists and weird niggas, like, everywhere. <laughs> there was a dope time I had by all besides, like, this really offbeat, like, heavy set lesbian, like, Come on, host. man. What if she's a listener? She called she 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 Simon Phoenix Diamond Phoenix, like, twice, bro. Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> we... we <laughs> <laughs> She kept saying shit like crunk and turnt. It was like very frustrating. But other than that, man, it was a dope ass. It was like a dope scene, man. I had never been to Sanaga before. My friends told me I should go. Cool spot. Definitely a, a nice spot. But uh, shout out to K-Wash for that. And also, um, he got reposted by Sango, which, you know. Yeah, man. That was a good look, man. See these young beat making cats. Like, that's a that's a real fucking. Like, yeah, man. Stuff. Sango has been real active out here. Um, Illmind has been real active out here with our dudes, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a bunch of cats. So, yeah. Um. So Lexington took their shit to uh, South Africa, Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah, man. And one of their DJs by the name of the Hooligan included one of Wash's tracks in his set, and uh, well, in South Africa, and also the lovely Yukibib. Yeah, is spending some of his stuff over in Tokyo as well. Yeah, man. So shout out to shout out to Wash for keeping that shit moving and becoming someone formidable and yeah. structuring the sound of tomorrow. Go far, little brother. Already, man. And it feels like it's been a long time since we left you without a dope beat to step to, man. So we like to you extend. every old rap song. Hey, man, I'm here out. for it, man. I'm here right. for it. I'm feeling the vibe. Do your thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? So we like to extend our sincerest apologies for leaving our family hanging last week, man. It's been a busy month for everyone here in the city, the scene, and community. And your boys fell a little behind. Though the rest was much deserved, we understand that we have an obligation to our listenership. And we'll continue to make our greatest effort to make our absences as minimal as possible, man. Much thanks to our most recent guest, uh, J. Will and Rollo from Live from the Underground um, for making our Jordan episode a home run. Nice you know one. what I'm saying? And I know you didn't see what I did there because you ain't look at making our Jordan episode a no, home run it. because he never he, he, he never made a home run. Oh, I didn't get that one. Yeah, he played oh. baseball for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. It's a Jordan episode. I was born in '91. No I'm not that young. You know what I'm saying? But it's a little sports trivia for you. You want me to like cheer because you made a good pun, dog? Or Why you want to move forward? Yeah, we, can, we can move forward. Let's go. We'll, we'll just skip this one. Rejoice for everything. Yeah, man. Tell me you saw that, Mo. Yeah, yeah, man. 
we uh, we received much feedback, man, from uh, from both our fans of ours and theirs regarding that episode as our best yet. So much appreciation to them as well as everyone listening and watching both live and otherwise on DeepElementor.com, Daily Motion, SoundCloud, and most recently YouTube. Yeah, yeah man, that's right. We you can now suffer through. I mean, enjoy <laughs> two hours of your Thursday night set on YouTube. <laughs> Just search Local Over Everything to find the latest and greatest full episodes of Local Over Everything, which you know, what you love, and what you need to know. Now on YouTube, brother. You're a trooper if you sit through that shit. By the way, bro. Hey, I, man. Fuck, I fuck with you if you sit through two hours of us. And, and I've been I've been more or less ignoring suggestions to 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 put our shit on YouTube simply because like I don't know anybody who wants to sit in front of two hours of us looking at each well, other. Well, you and know, like talking shit. It's not dominant. They putting full movies on on YouTube, so I mean, people can watch us if they're gonna go. Nigga, this ain't no motherfucking movie. This then. is a movie. Nigga. <laughs> it's called Real Life. <laughs> this is my life. Uh, make sure make sure to follow us on all on all of our, our Twitch and our Grams. I myself can be found on Twitter and Insta under the handle Mo the Bear. No fucking e. You can catch my brother Blue on the other other um, all his shit. What what else you got? Blue? I got I got I, you know I got uh I got, I got I want to shine some light on all your shit. Twitter. You, you know have saying? some gold on t- You be a hipster sometimes. I'll be on Tumblr a little Tumblr bit. Sometimes. Uh, www.innercityblue.tumblr.com. Like Artful nudes and shit like you know that. Know what I'm saying? That's cool shit, nigga. He only reblog nudes if they in black and white. You know? Nah, <laughs> nigga, if they only black women, nigga. <laughs> because it's class. They gotta be. They gotta be from the '70s at the minimum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know how I get down. But he's Rodney Blue on there. No E as well on uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. You can catch Phoenix on Twitter at SMN underscore PHX. And on Instagram, it's simply SMN PHX. Yo, Cambio, you heard? You, you Cambio, he's uh, he's on Twitter, but he hardly ever used that You don't that use joint, that man. shit. I remember I walked over to your Instagram. You didn't use that shit in like 80 weeks. Like you walked over to his Instagram <laughs> like it was a physical location? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he moseyed on over what to his Instagram. Instagram. I, sh- I strutted over there. You knocked on his Instagram door like the door. <laughs> There was no answer. I peeked through a window and it looked vacant. <laughs> How old are you, Cambio? Are you like 18, 19? How are you not using social networks? What the fuck are you doing? He doing this shit right here. Nigga. He's going hard, nigga. What the fuck you doing? He doing some shit we should have been doing. We was 18, 19. Not on fucking social media, nigga. Honing our craft, nigga. Well, being productive. Since you can't follow Cambio on any social network. <laughs> follow him physically, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hey, give Cambio, out where you going? We'll give out his phone number at the end of the show. You can text him or some shit. Yeah, man. But make sure to follow, um, follow us on all that shit and also... Uh, subscribe, uh, follow us on SoundCloud, Twitter, all that stuff. And make sure you go over to Facebook as well and like, quote unquote, for content and info on guests and more. We're striving to expand our reach here, so definitely help us out on that. We've amassed ourselves a decent following with just over 22,000. To be specific, we got 22,556 plays on SoundCloud yeah. and over 18,000 on our archive video episodes on Daily Motion. Check us out. Yeah. So if you can see your Niggas brand. Niggas still ain't getting paid, though. Still ain't getting paid. Shout out to Red Bull. What's up, Red Bull? Shout out to Red Bull. What's up, Red Bull? For <laughs> providing beverages. For <laughs> 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 providing these refreshing <laughs> energy drinks. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> we just hoard ourselves out for the first time, nigga. I'm telling you, nigga. Slutty Why in the not? Dish, nigga. Why not? Anyway, man, if you can see your brand and, and, and ours kind of benefit from, benefiting from a collaborative effort or sponsorship, hit our email with the details and let us... Get to know each other, come together, and let's grow 
together organically already to benefit the city yeah yeah man and we've got an amazing episode lined up for you all today joining us in studio for an exclusive interview found only on the low is dj producer multi-instrumentalist and dallas liaison for the red bull music academy the great data howler he's here to talk music culture and the latest from red bull as it concerns the independent music scene in dallas and beyond this is episode 24 and i'm gonna stop deedling in your ear holes and let my little brother huey freeman <laughs> aka our favorite guest dj cambio Yep. Slide in and lay them sounds on your girl. I'm Rodney Blue. I'm Motor Bear. And Simon Phoenix is what here. Up? Say what up, brother. What up? I have a do have a question though. What's, What's up? up? And if anybody can inform me where I can find this, it's like an old, like it's like a drink. It's called like drink or like purple. Oh uh, shit! They used perp, to drink that shit in high school. And they like, used to pretend to yeah, be faded off of yeah, it. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, 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 it tastes like Dime Attack. They swore it's like, like no, it just gets you faded. Like nigga, yeah. it's just a lot of sugar. Right. Right. I actually like, know like, a, a guy. Sandwich. I actually know a guy who was who was. They said a Sudafed sandwich. What did I fucking miss? No, I knew I know a guy who used to like push that shit like stupid heavy. Yeah, like it was like a real thing. Like man, it's just sugary grape soda. Like yeah. it's not. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, I don't know I where you can find that to, shit. I need to connect for that. They so discontinued it because they knew better, nigga. Someone has a stash of perp, a drink somewhere. <laughs> I need I need archival why on earth do you uh, need access this? to that. And why are you counteracting our, our Red Bull sponsors? I'm going to Red Bull sponsors right now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. It's me personally. It's me personally. Look, 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 look. My my personal interests and views are not reflective of local over everything. <laughs> Yo, man, this is local over everything, man. For the love of Dallas, man. Your local, your Thursday night set, man. It's what you know, what you love, and what you need to know. What's today, Mo? I think it's local over everything Thursday, man. Already, Cambio, take it over, brother. Thank you. 
is the stars in the sky I need you to shine in my life Not just for the meanwhile, for a long, long time Better believe it Whenever you're not in my presence It feels like I'm missing my blessings, yeah So I sleep through the daylight, stay awake all night Till you're back again, oh yeah, yeah You think I'm biased to my significant other Come on, come on.
What's your name? And what was your mom's? My type like Alexis feels. Got you a little something in your wall. When you see me, I kiss on the cheek. And I lick on the palm before she suck on the dick. Dipping in Don Perignon. Heard him known to get bored with him, but no one hope in the St. George, in the St. George. Welcome back, man. You're tuning to the 24th episode of The Live is Set on the Net. Thank you for kicking it with us. Uh, firstly, before we go into the word, I want to shout out my boy Blue for getting the freshest lineup any of us has ever seen. Appreciate <laughs> her looking sharp while I'm looking like Tyrese from Walking Dead. And That's shit. not true at all. <laughs> no. That's not true at all. 
Oh, no. <laughs> they look fresh. The thing is, like, we supposed to be boys, man. You supposed to give me a heads up if we about to look good at the same time. Man, you know, yeah, you know what my situation is like, now, man. Right, right. I can't get away with that shit no more, my man. Nigga's, my nigga hitch now. He got he to he look like a clean man. I think, bro. <laughs> Shout out to you, bro. My boy Blue over here glowing and shit, bro. I'm, I'm happy to. for you, Try to. We, got, we all got to glow up sometime. I, I, I dig it. <laughs> Every week, man, though, in addition to keeping you entertained, we hold keeping you in the know to an equally high regard. Uh, the Word is a segment created by us to inform you of what goes on and in and around the city of Dallas. We all share our love for and to keep you accountable for your community, for what you know, what you love, and what you need to know. All for the love of Dallas. This is The Word. Set it off, Blue Cheese. Already, man. Uh, news swept the internet around 5 p.m. Friday of a shooting uh, taking place at DFW National Air- uh, International Airport. Uh, many were quick to speculate considering the nature of any circumstance involving fear of terror and airplanes. But uh, much of that was soon dismissed after details quickly arose. Um, turns out the shooter was a Tulsa, Oklahoma sheriff's deputy who has yet to be publicly identified. The deputy was escorting a prisoner during an extradition from Utah to Oklahoma when a scuffle took place in the airport restroom. Now, now maybe it's just the frame of reference I have for transporting prisoners yeah. is based solely off of movies where prisoners are being transported, yeah. you know what I'm saying, on a bus. On like school buses. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. middle of fucking nowhere. These but apparently get, like, these niggas on fir- in first class now. now. Yeah. <laughs> I was so, surprised too, dog. For whatever reason, he was on an airplane from Utah to Oklahoma and they felt the need to stop in Dallas. The connective flight was in Dallas. What do you begin to explain this shit, man? How does that even... I drink too much mimosa on the plane. I need to go take a piss. You know what I'm saying? He up here with his feet kicked up. And <laughs> Could shit, you loosen you know my shackles, please? Watching Mean Girls and shit in first class. You know what I'm saying? Get off the airplane, get into a fight in the bathroom, man. But yet, prisoner, a 34 year old Brent James Taft, facing charges of threatening to kill a judge and assistant district attorney and his soon to be ex wife, according to police reports. Wait, right, so this was that guy who took out that hit on that one guy? Or oh. who was going to? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because I don't know about his his prior history, but and and there was this guy. He was he was kind of he was going to kill a district attorney, and he got caught. Yeah, it turned out he he had planned to kill someone else as well. Some Texas officials. Yeah, it was him and his wife snitched on him to get a a smaller sentence. That's why soon to be ex wife. Yeah, damn. I think that's the same guy. Yeah. Wow, nigga. How how these things? These hoes ain't loyal. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Shit. But yeah, man. Um, according to uh, all of this, uh, according to police reports, he emerged from the bathroom stall and attacked the deputy, uh, striking him numerous times in the face and head. The deputy then shot Taff in the hand and the thigh, who then exited the bathroom and attempted to escape towards the C10 security check. It was all of there- this inside the airport. In the, inside the airport. Yeah, man, in the airport. Wow. Yeah, all this shit is going on in the airport. He got shot twice. Um, then took off. Brent left the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, just, I, I don't know how that does. How, do, how does that not sound like a setup? Uh, a prisoner gets off an airplane at DFW International, and all of a sudden he gotta go to the bathroom. Like you know, I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know how protocol goes, but you're just supposed to stand in the stall with the yeah. You're like, you don't let this nigga just have access to the bathroom. How he whooping your ass if he handcuffed? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, how you let him shake his dick? (laughs) <laughs> Shake all the piss off his dick and, cu- and come out the bathroom and whoop your ass. And whop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> mop the floor with your ass. You got to shoot him twice. But yeah, man, um, the deputy shot him in the hand and he tried to escape uh, via the uh, C-10 security check. It was there where the prisoner was tackled and apprehended by a second deputy, DFW police, and TSA. Nigga. The witnesses say there was a shit ton of blood, tab collapsed, and then the officers rushed in. So there's a little <laughs> conflicting stories there. Like, the nigga fell out. Wait, so what I guess you think it was? You say, you say you don't believe it. Well, 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 I mean... the. The official report says that 
he left and then got ambushed by security. But the the, the witnesses are saying that he pretty much bled out and then they jumped on top of his ass. It's a small, it's a small little, you know, little hitch in the story, a little hiccup in the story. But you know what I'm saying? It, you, you I wasn't there, so I can't. I wonder if they it. like they they do shit like that to save face. Like we can't tell the like. We can't tell the public that you got your ass with our prisoner. <laughs> yeah. So we got to say that he snuck you or some shit. Yeah, when, yeah. He snuck when you him. really just lost a one-on-one fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then they nigga bled out before he could get out. But yeah, man. Um, uh, Tav collapsed, and then the rest, uh, the officers rushed in. There were no life-threatening injuries, and Tav, who has had a substantial criminal history since 1996, nigga. Cambio, when was you born? <laughs> when were you born? 1996. This nigga been doing dirt since he was since born. Cameo got here, nigga. <laughs> he was born, and he and he and he and he's just now getting time. Like 20 years strong and shit. I was in kindergarten. This nigga was doing hard dirt, nigga, like including violations of protective orders, stalking, kidnapping, and repeated acts of violence. And he was like a. Like he opportunity a, criminal. Yeah, like, like, why wasn't he already locked up? Like, why was this nigga breathing fresh, breathing free air? Anyway? Can I inquire about the color of this man? I'm not even gonna go there with you, All bro. Right. His, he, he's got he's got three names. How about that? Th- th- he's got he's got three names. That's what I'm saying. He's got okay. three names. His name is uh what was it? Uh, Brent James Taft. You know that's a that's a that's a a thing for serial killers. They always yeah, it have is. Three names. It is. Okay. Yeah. I I'll peep that. But All you know, right. it, judge your your serial killer demographic and just you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Assume accordingly, my nigga. Yeah. I get you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he will now face charges in Texas before heading out to Oklahoma for the previous crimes and possibly federal charges for having guns fired in the international airport, man. So uh, nigga wasn't going nowhere anyway. Like, you know he's what I'm gonna be locked up forever. He's, anyway. gonna, he's gonna get life plus. Fl- Plus a hundred, nigga. It's always funny when they do that shit. Like, you get eight life sentences. Like, nigga, only he was born one time. You like, know what I'm we gonna catch your ass when you get back here. Nigga. And they gave that one guy like nine hundred years. Like, <laughs> come on, dog. Yeah, anyway. man. What you got? So back in the first season, man, we expressed our pride in like being voted the best skyline in the whole world. Yeah. We beat out like Dubai and like Rio de Janeiro. That shit was dope. Um, and we should have posed a pretty cool question, but we didn't. So I'd like to ask you, Blue, What's before up? I get into it, dog. How would you feel about an addition to the skyline? Like another skyscraper? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this should be tight, man. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. You know, I thought about. I thought you were gonna say no. No, man. Um, I think I like a lot of major skylines. I think we have like an average number of buildings, but I think like your major skylines are like you know, like we don't have like you know, uh, just a a classroom of colossus buildings. You know what I'm saying? We got very iconic buildings. All of them are very iconic. That's true. But it's not like a a huge mass. So I don't see why one would hurt. I really appreciate like the. I like a giant middle finger, nigga. You know, I don't want a giant middle finger like like like, uh, erupting out of the ground. Where you exit off in the South Dallas, nigga. <laughs> That's what I would like to see, but you know I ain't on city council, so I can't make those kind of decisions yet, my friend. <laughs> anyway, um, yet, that may be exactly what's happening soon. We haven't had a, a, a real skyscraper constructed in Dallas since the '80s, which was uh, Chase, uh, the Bank of America Tower, Bank of America. No, it was the Chase Building, the best building we got, by the way. Yeah, um, which is which is well deserved. Hell yeah. But uh, a Ross Perot Jr. Uh, if you if you if that name sounds familiar to you, it's because he's either related or runs like the Perot Museum. Like his that's his family and shit like that. And Ross Perot was a was a, a stupid filthy rich cat. Like he's like the he's like the like when he was running for president and shit. I think it was in the nineties. Yeah. Like he was the prototypical like rich. You know what I'm saying? Like asshole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga's got money for days, nigga. And I he's didn't like know he's like, he's like a comic book villain almost. <laughs> dog. He's got a big wonky like Muppet nose, <laughs> and he's got like just pockets full of money. He's short and weird you, rub his hands you don't remember the like all that sketch the sketch on all that where uh the little short chick uh, amanda Bynes, i think used to used to pretend used to play ross perot 
No. Check that shit out when you get the chance, man. Damn. Ross Perot on all that, dog. That's, That's a little 90s trivia for that ass. <laughs> I see what you did there, bro. I like that, dog. Yeah, man. Check that out. But go ahead. Anyway, um, back uh, about two years ago, he snatched up uh, 1.73 acres behind the, the Bank of America Tower at this, this kind of motor bank type thing, the, yeah. the bank that you drive through. And he has ambitions of building a fucking skyscraper, like the biggest one we've ever had. He's going to get all these. He, he's calling out to like the world to get all these architects to come through and hold a competition to see who can kind of not necessarily construct it, but, you know, propose the best, nicest, dopest skyline or the dopest uh, skyscraper. And then he's going to build that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's some rich nigga shit, bro. Like, <laughs> really rich nigga shit. Yeah. It's like, okay, so I'm just going to put out a word for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Design me a nice-ass building so we can throw it downtown. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's got that kind of pool? Like, he could just do that shit. Like, you know what the city needs? Another fucking That's piece, a nigga bro. with too, goddamn, too much goddamn too money. Too much fucking money, too yeah. Too much goddamn too much money. Too much free time. <laughs> but, yeah, man, he says... um. He said, well, of course, like I said, there's no real word of when it'll be you know, slated to begin or, or end or even break ground or anything like that. But if you've seen the actual Perot Museum and if you've seen like the Perot family, like Turtle Creek Campus, yeah. they have a thing for like real like kind of swanky architecture, like real kind of progressive shit. It's like really awesome shit. So yeah. we might get like a real futuristic like dope. That'd be fucking tight. That'd be cool. That'd be real I don't know cool. if it'll, it'll probably, I feel like it may, if we get like one of them real nice ones, it may like contrast like what we have already. Yeah. But like, I hope he won't fuck it up. Like, yeah, that'd man. be kind of cool. I think it would be. Yo, cool. everybody gonna have to get their Dallas tattoos retouched. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I ain't got mine yet. I ain't got mine yet. We gotta wait like two years. <laughs> Word up, man. That's dope. Uh, I uh, I discussed on uh, Twitter earlier this week, man. The most recent L South Dallas has taken, and I'd like to bring it to the table here if y'all don't mind. I'm up for it. Um, we discussed on past episodes a number of times actually the proposed Dallas to Houston bullet train that seeks to create a network of such transportation services throughout the southern United States and ultimately the whole country. I mean, some, you'll you'll get to Houston in like something like an hour forty five or two hours or some shit. What a time to be alive, man! You know what I'm saying? And, and it's it's cool because they're thinking about you know like branching it throughout the U S. and it's actually in full swing. Um, uh, CEO of the bullet train company, Richard Lawless, um, has stated that the high-speed rail stations have the potential to become the focal point of development that provides connectivity to other forms of transportation. So wherever this central hub for this bullet train, where it's being built, like you have no choice but to build amazing infrastructure around it. Like it yeah. has to accommodate, you know, the people who are going to be traveling back and forth. So it kind of has this kind of ripple effect wherever you decide to put the, you know, put the put yeah. the train station is like, you know, the, the the community will benefit from it. Um, well, that proposal is now in full stride as the Texas Central High Speed Railway Commission cast votes last Friday on several proposed locations for the potential station. And the three city council members responsible for South Dallas, uh, Vonchel Hill, Tanel Atkins, and Carolyn Davis, had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah. They completely missed it. Before Friday's announcement, the commission was considering sites in both Atkins and Davis's respective districts. One, of, one at the intersection of 45 and I-20 and the other at 45 and Ledbetter. Uh, neither council person addressed, let alone even noticed the propositions on their desks. And consequently, the desired site has been moved to two potential locations in the southwest corner of downtown. Uh, like, so they like, fucked up because they, they, they weren't they, paying attention. They, I, I don't know what it is, man. I was like, I was... I, I, I won't pass the entirety of the weight of the responsibility solely on the apathy or political ineptitude of South Dallas's democratically elected officials. But one is forced to begin uh, to begin to wonder after shit like this happens in increasing frequency, like, are these motherfuckers stupid? Do they not give a shit? Um, well, you know some, what I'm saying? Some like, examples of when this happened again or before. I, um, you had the inland port 
possibility. There was a there was a there was a, a proposal for an inland port to be built in South Dallas. What's and an so basically, port, what that is 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 like uh, commercial and uh, industrial. Uh, businesses would have a port that is much like a seaport, okay. but inland, where um, basically you know these these big tractor trailers and shit like that would come in, and uh, it, it'd be a central location for the movement and the commerce of these kind of industries. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and they proposed that in some in some land that was being used for like a landfill in South Dallas. Yeah. And for whatever reason, uh, council people and city officials in that area assigned to that area, you know, wanted wanted them to pay a ridiculous amount of money to you know get a fucking wasteland in fucking South <laughs> Dallas. You know what I'm saying? To build an inland port, man, it could have been largely beneficial to all of South Dallas, especially considering that kind of industry, like real industrial shit. You know what I'm saying? Real like, you know. Uh, labor-intensive type of industries like that, you know what I'm saying? Like they have the room to navigate and move around in yeah. South Dallas and to really create something there, create an economy there. Instead, you know, South Dallas officials and representatives put a ridiculous price tag on it and have pretty much scared them away. Have these been the same people doing this? Do you know? For the most part, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, and and primarily it's because like you know, brothers don't vote. You know what I'm saying? We don't know you. who we who who we allow to inherit. Rodney Blue for mayor. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> is that what it is? Is that I the next campaign? I'm not trying to do that shit. I'm not trying to do that shit, man. It's, not, it's, it's, it's what the people want. It's not what you want. Yeah, man. But, I mean, is is I mean, you got the whole Grow South campaign and shit like that. And, you know, and, and all this fancy verbiage around what can be done, you know what I'm saying, to bridge the gap between Dallas and south of Dallas or north of 35 and south of 35. And then you see opportunities like this. And we just taking L's left and right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not even. I mean, it's on their desk. It's on. It's it's there for them to make a call on yeah. it. And they don't even make a bid. And so we now, you know, I'm, I say we like I live there, but I don't. But you know what I'm saying? As far as the demographic, as far as the people, the communities, they don't. They're they're unable to receive the benefits that come from having some sort of infrastructure yeah. there. Yet again, how do you get more involved in shit like that to kind of know like when this type of shit is on their table? Holla at Mercedes Fulbright. You know what I'm saying? That's a nice plug. You know what I'm saying? That's a nice plug. Shout out to Mercedes Fulbright. Check out episode 22 or 21 for Mercedes. I I can't even call it. Check out an an episode. No, no, no. It was it was it was 20 because Cambio was episode 21, and I asked him if he was 21 yet on that episode. So uh, that's a running gag we have with our favorite guest DJ. How old this nigga is? This episode. Speaking of the favorite guest DJ, man, that's uh, that's a spot that you can compete for, bro. Yeah, man. Who who want it? You know, know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, man. Junk food. I mean, what's up, dog? You know, so what's up with Cameo that? calling you out. Dada Howler uh, put in his bid earlier, man. Is that right, Dada? Shit. Dada Howler got to come back to the show anyway because he he you know he maintenance man now. <laughs> Yo, our whole show was fucked up. Dada Howler was like, oh, Yo, I've seen this before, up, man. If we if we seem if we seem out of rhythm, man, it's because a nigga really didn't have a show <laughs> till 45 minutes after we decided to have a show. So appreciate Dada Howler for conducting open heart surgery on the boards and shit, man. Because we good to Dada now. Dada. Right on, man. What you um, got, Mo? Since nothing else happened in Dallas, man, I'm going to use this time for the word <laughs> to kind of shoot off some reminders of some cool shit that's happening. But also, um, shout out to that Sarah Jaffe show, including Blue the Misfit and Sam Lau. Know, Sam Lau. Man, mm-hmm. do you know, have you ever heard, have you heard any like firsthand recounts? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I was, I was working that night. So oh, yeah, while like, everyone was door. out there having fun, they came mm-hmm. over and brought over that residual fun. Yeah. And, and consequently I hated my job tenfold. Yeah. You know, for, for denying me but that like opportunity. All positive but vibes, right? Oh great yeah. things, man. It's insane. And it's crazy because 
you know, that's all local show at Tree. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's but I've heard all great things from that man. And uh, Blue was really ecstatic about it. So I, I feel like Sam Lau had a great show. Uh, Sarah Jaffe had a great show. Like, everybody had an amazing time, man. I think it kind of it's kind of portentous of what can be done yeah, yeah. exclusively, you know what I'm saying, on some local Through shit. Us, you know for what I'm us. saying? Like, we can do that shit for ourselves. We got the, the manpower, the star power for it. Yeah, like, bro. why the fuck not, man? And, and surprisingly enough, of the people I inquired, of the millions, I feel like millions of people I inquired, of the multitude of people I inquired about, you know, who they were going to go see, the majority of them were, were there to see Blue. Yeah? Yeah, you, man. You kind of run shit, nigga. Yeah, man. I get you, dog. All right. Um, shout, yeah, uh, shout out to the more popular Blue. That's coming from the better looking <laughs> Blue. You know what I'm saying? That's the running thing we got going. All right. Anyway, man. Uh, first off, tonight, pop by uh, Texas Theater for um, a screening slash show of The Sweet Blood of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spike Lee joint. Uh, that in, that includes um, is a track a track or multiple tracks from I think it's a track from Buffalo Black yeah, yeah 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 but uh, but yeah um, it's a screening and a concert it's a screening and a show which yeah. I've never heard of that's fucking genius yeah it's fourteen dollars for the screening and the show is five bucks for the show yeah um, Texas Theater who we got on the bracket we got who we got we got we got we got, got Blue, Blue Misfit. Misfit we got X the Misfit we got Lily Taylor we got Lord Byron we got Lord Byron yeah we got Lord we got, Byron on the topic. <laughs> Ark the God MC, we got Simon Phoenix, uh, and Topic. Our very own Simon Our Phoenix. Simon, I said that has, shit like he wasn't here. Who has a microphone and has yet to has yet to bless us? This with nigga his. popped up to just use his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not true. That's not true at all. I'm with y'all. Y'all got your the agenda going. I don't want to like pop in and no, be like, all man. uneducated on the topics and whatnot. <laughs> no, nigga, man. you're at the show. <laughs> I know two things in life, son. I know two things in life. <laughs> what you know, bro? That's beards. And Clash Clan, Clash of Life, what up? <laughs> <laughs> I hate this nigga, man. I hate him, dog. Beards and Clash of Clans. I but yeah, man, the sweet blood of Jesus, man. That's you ready for your set, man? That's tonight? Yeah, how you shooting a music video and doing that tonight, nigga? That's not tonight, is it? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It is Thursday, my bad. It is Friday at two, Friday, Friday at 8 p.m. tomorrow at Texas Theater, bro. Um, yeah, it's got a full bit of a uh, full bill of like cool, cool action. Shout out like to that. our boy Michael Felder, man, hey, for hey, doing the hey, artwork. Oh, you went? He's going now. Sorry, that's my new. That's my new homie, bro. Yeah, I was gonna throw in that. Yeah, fucked it up. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Pretend I never said it. All right. <clears throat> Shout out to my new homeboy Michael Felder, man. He put on the um, your new best friend. Man? That's my new buddy. Yeah, Fuck you. it's gonna be inner city. It's gonna be inner city Mo and, and Mike uh, real soon. <laughs> And we gonna Mike, Mike and Mo in the morning. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna show you <laughs> We have this dope ass flyer where it's gonna be me and it's gonna be him. Yeah. him and his hair is gonna be too big to fit on the flyer. <laughs> it's just gonna be. Dope. I thought about you it. You both just gonna be round ass niggas. Yeah. He said <laughs> round ball do, with Mo said, and Mike. Go, nigga. Let's go do fat nigga shit. Together. <laughs> That's what he said to me. Dog. But yeah, man, shout out to Michael Fielder, man. He did the uh, he did the poster. He did amazing work, man. It actually got posted on Spike Lee's Instagram. Yeah, man. Or. Yeah, Spike Lee's Instagram the other day, man. Uh, fun fact, Michael Fielder's from Los Angeles, and his mom actually approved the budget for Spike Lee's first film, She's she Gotta got Have It. She's Gotta Have It, yeah, yeah. man. And like, now he's on Shit Comes Full Circle. Shit I Comes Full really Circle, cool. man. It's beautiful. But yeah, that's a real dope poster, man. Shout out to Michael Fielder, man. Shout out Already. to that. That's awesome. Also, there's a central, central track... Three, I'm actually kind of fuzzy on this one. Three-year anniversary, bro. Three-year anniversary at yeah, the Double Wide. Yeah. yeah. Um... Who's on the bill for that? I know Blue's on the uh, Blue's on the bill for that. Brandon Ford. Ford. Topic Look. as well? No, no, no topic. No. Debbie Stones. Debbie Stones on it. That's dope. I know, like Pete Freeman is like a low key fan of like the Iras. Like he, I think he, I, 
anyway but yeah they got they got that that and um i know there's like another name on that shit i can't remember who it is so it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time man like this is three years central track has been doing it man so i they always kind of blow it out you know what i'm saying for their celebrations and shit like that so it should be a really dope one man shoot yeah it is brandon ford by the way guys yeah uh plus dj shook knight the easy slider truck karaoke more all that good shit man we might might, might have some motherfucking macaroni on on deck dog yeah from the first dog we never (sighs) what was that that was dada yeah, but that was the first. That was the, was that the first year or the second year party that they had at Dada? That's what we were there for. Yeah, I, I didn't know like, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's didn't know that's what, what we were there for, man. Yeah, yeah. It was such a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't. We never saw that guy ever again. The macaroni guy. Yeah. Full disclosure, man. Me and Blue went to this thing like two years ago, and then some guy had like a thermal bag with like food, and it was the best macaroni and cheese I've ever had in my life. Ever had? It was like three dollars. I think he had the nutritional information on the back of his shirt or some shit like, like that. The nigga, he was legit. He was dog. legit as fuck. He dog. was like a human food truck. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> It was dope as fuck. <laughs> Shout out to my nigga, the human food truck. You know what I'm saying? Out here paving the pavement. You know we what met, I'm saying? We met a nigga named Sandwich that night. We we did meet Sandwich. <laughs> and, and we never stopped seeing Sandwich <laughs> after that we point. We met a nigga named Sandwich. He was omnipresent. That shit was dope. <laughs> Forever after that. Then he said, what's up? My name's Sandwich. <laughs> and I said, no, for real, man. What's your name? <laughs> Said sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> you just deal with it, dog. Shout out to Sandwich, wherever the fuck Shout he is sandwich, right now. Dog. But yeah, man, that's as far as I, as far as I know, man. That's the things that you need to know. So yeah, Sweet Blood of Jesus tomorrow. The Central Track Party is on the twenty sixth. That's actually really close. Yeah, man. Um, that's next Thursday. So after you watch, well, no, we won't be here. Why won't we be here? I thought what's the name's gonna be doing cheaters. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, on the twenty sixth. Ah, shit. Do we not have a show? Huh? Yeah, oh, right. that howler? Yeah, that sucks. No, nah, we'll, we'll figure some we'll shit figure out. We'll figure some shit out. Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm not prepared to not have a show, nigga. Like, I can't go two weeks like that, man. Right, come on now. I get you, man, but that, that is your weekly updates from all the bear, man. What already, else, man, already. We, we ain't got nothing else, man. Uh, in studio today, we have joining us for an exclusive interview, DJ, producer, multi-instrumentalist, and Dallas liaison for Red Bull Music Academy, the great data howler, man. This is local over everything, man. We're having a good time, y'all. Please stick with us. Enjoy the sounds provided by the Splash Waterfalls. Yo, say what grade was you in when this song came out? Uh, embryo, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, because I remember <laughs> I remember being bad young when I first heard it, nigga, not knowing what any of this shit meant. I was but a square ass nigga. I was my friends were still like, "This is inappropriate." Guys. <laughs> is that what you said? Is that what you said? <laughs> I was that nigga, bro. It's like I shouldn't feel this way about this a song, isn't nigga. Right, guys. <laughs> Came a man to this shit, man. But uh, <laughs> well, I'ma hand it over. I'ma hand it over to young, young Huey Freeman, young Cambio man, to uh, go and give us a little musical interlude, man. And when we get back, man, we got that exclusive interview with Data Howler, the red, uh, the liaison, the Dallas liaison for Red Bull Music Academy. This is local over everything man i'm rodney blue i am mother bear simon, simon phoenix, phoenix is, is here playing, playing clash of I clans i don't have a cool like outro thing i need to work on that guys you, you can just like rub that. your beard on the mic <laughs> 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 it's a little erotic it's gonna be like mad <laughs> like mad feedback with <laughs> shout out to simon phoenix in the yeah. studio yeah right? nigga. Diamond, D- diamond dallas phoenix diamond yeah. dallas phoenix nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this is local over everything man can't be on takeover brother Exes ain't acting right, and you so glad to fight. Dinner's by candlelight. Say it. She got a nigga whipped down to your fingertips, trying that freaky shit. What? Turn on some baby face just for your lady's sake. You call a baby cake. Say it. Know how to mack a broad. She's on your sack and balls. You call a jabber jaw. What? I'm about 
to throw some game. They both one and the same. Cupid's the one to blame. I'm about to shed some light. Cause each and every night, you gotta do it right. What? Right. I'm about to throw some game. They both one and the same. Cupid's the one to blame. I'm about to shed some light. Cause each and every night, you gotta do it right. What? If you ask, it shall be 
Ladies and gentlemen of the Local Over Everything listening audience, it is with great honor and esteem that I introduce this week's guest. Not only is he a formidable DJ, producer, and multi-instrumentalist, having contributed his songs and sounds to the Dallas music community for over 15 years as half his life, but he also serves as the Dallas liaison for the Red Bull Music Academy. He's here to talk music, culture, and the wealth of opportunity that exists for talented emerging and independent artists. He is Data Howler, and we warmly welcome him to Local Over Everything. How's it going, my brother? Good. How are you, man? Good. Very good. Very good. What is up, Dad? Thanks for dropping by, Dad. Yeah, yeah, man. man for sure, it. man. It's great to have you here. We really appreciate you coming up here. On such short notice, too. It was, uh, it was yeah. a little short notice. We had, we had him up here, man. Yeah. But. It's, a, it's really cool to get like this, this, this caliber of guests, too. That's just kind of dope. Yeah, man. I think, I think uh, one of the, one of the biggest things that we try to do is, man, is introduce you know a number of circles to you know to local over everything and uh, to our listening audience, to our show, yeah. to, to the culture we we establish here or whatever. You know, I think bringing him on is another one of those uh, paramount episodes that really Absolutely. introduces you know uh, his community. to Two hours and vice versa. You know, arguably, what I mean? yeah, our most diverse episode as well, most likely. Yeah. Right on, right on. How much video of there is this? Because I'm like, I'm blushing, man. I'm like, <laughs> up inside, man. Dude, you looking mad, chill, man. You were like, <laughs> like super reclined and shit uh, during the break, man. I had the camera on, man. But you, you, you good, bro? You I good. need like a smoking pipe, kinda, <laughs> like a glass of wine or something. Word up, man. Are you having a good time so far? Yeah, man. No, it's been amazing. Right I, on, man. I love everything you guys have to say, man. It's been fun. It's. It's uh, entertaining for yeah. sure. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there with us, man. We yeah, got, man. We had sure. a rough one this time, <laughs> and, 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 for, and for and for helping us along the way too, man. Like that—that that was very, very crucial, man. Of very course. crucial. Right on, man. So uh, give us a little background about what you do, man. Let's let's just give the people kind of your resume if I haven't done so already. Oh man, uh, I mean, electronic producer. I guess that's the the best thing I can say. Yeah. To uh, qualify, but do a lot of stuff, man. Art, design, yeah. uh, produce, play instruments. You right know. On. All kinds of stuff. So. Yet another Swiss Army knife. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure, man. And that's and that's really cool, man, because like uh, you you cover a lot of you cover a lot of cultural ground. You know what I'm saying? Like a part of the the beats movement and the the kind of uh, producer oriented movement here in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of that is you know is is really cool and indicative of the of the kind of work you do, man. And I think uh, it's it's cool to see you out here in various circles. You know what I'm saying? Just being able to finesse and you know establish yourself in a number in a number of ways, man. How long have you been a uh, DJing? Man, I haven't been DJing long at all. Maybe six months. Yeah, really? but but producing and doing electronic music a, a long time, man. Maybe you know seven, eight months. So is it is that all? Is it really been because I mean seven, eight years. Sorry. Oh, okay, I was wondering. <laughs> what the fuck, I was like, that could have been six months because I saw you doing something like it was less than six months. I've ago. only been doing this a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're too goddamn good to be doing shit for only only six months. Where does your uh, Where does your your musical career kind of start, man? Like, give us a little background. Oh uh, man, it started. When I was young, I guess I was, you know, six or seven years old when I started playing instruments. Yeah. Um, but I started playing in bands when I was like 14, 15. Before that, I was doing orchestra yeah. and drumline. And, you know, I kind of did the whole band nerd thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I was doing like a lot of punk rock and hardcore. And I moved into soul and funk. And then I moved into hip hop. weird transition, man. And then I moved into electronic. It's, it's, it's so. actually, I think, a very natural, a very natural because, I mean, for one, it sounds like you, you had uh, sort of a... Um, you know, sort of an academic understanding of music, you know what I'm saying? Being in band and stuff like that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You have a very, um, very trained, you know, kind of ear for music, you know what I mean? And so to, to have that transition over from like punk mm -hmm. and hardcore 
and then from from that to like you know jazz and hip hop and electronic and all that stuff. Like, were those transitions kind of natural for you, or yeah, I mean, kind of part of growing up. I, I was a drummer, so yeah, you know, when I was angsty, it yeah. was like metal. It was like, how yeah. fast can you play? And then <laughs> yeah. it was like, you know, how how funky can you play? So yeah. then it became, you know, soul, funk, jazz. And then I wanted to make more, right. and, and I wanted to express myself and drum patterns through electronics. Right. And, and so, when did that happen? Um, I started. I guess I started actually doing electronics and hip hop. I must have been seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. So I'm old now. Like Eleven <laughs> years ago, you know, I yeah. started doing electronic music. Was so. it anything in particular that led you down that route specifically, like? Anything. I mean, I understand the, the, the angsty, you know, punk and metal. You know what I'm saying? You, you're a kid and you got, you know, you want to play fast and hard and stuff like yeah. that. But what kind of introduced you to electronic music was just a love for, you know, that backbeat, you know what I'm saying? Drums in general. Like, what was that transition? It sounds what was the catalyst of that. It sounds weird, but I wanted no drums. Really? I wanted to do ambient music. Yeah. I wanted to, I, I got into electronic music because I had read that all these these people who were scoring films yeah. were were doing this. I was like, oh, cool. I want to do that. I want to be a composer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, pretty awesome. And so I started like that. Yeah. And then, you know, I went to college and I started exploring who I was and, you know, all that weird stuff. Yeah. And I discovered hip hop and mm -hmm. more electronic music and dance music and, you know, it just went from there. And, and what happened, what really happened is I discovered DJ Shadow. Yeah. I was going to ask who, <laughs> who it was. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's a awesome influence that's an awesome catalyst into electronic I mean, music i loved hip-hop yeah i loved jazz yeah. i loved soul i loved records right and it's a fusion of all those things yeah you know what i'm saying i heard dj shadow and i was like why am i not doing this do you remember <laughs> what track it was in particular oh man it's um because my favorite is like minutes after midnight or something like that you know I'm what I'm saying? What's, what's the name? Is it called? <laughs> it's it's the one on introducing. It's like the one on introducing. Man. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it right now. You know, it starts with the piano. I got you. I got I, you. I can't remember what it's, it's called. It's all right good. Now. It's Anyways. all good. So that's the one. So okay, so so from there, um, you know, from your from from that, you began to explore electronic music and things like that. Had you already been? Had you already kind of made your dent in the local music scene? Had you already been out and about? You know what I'm saying? And and did people see that transition from you know? Uh, uh, a classically trained musician, a band kid, you know what I'm saying, to a to a metal kid. Like, was all that was that transition more or less public? You know what I'm saying. I mean, I I guess it was, but I, I don't think people uh, knew me. You yeah. know, I was playing in in some bands and stuff like that. Yeah. But I was really into like old boom bap hip hop. Yeah. That's like what I really really loved at the time. Right. And so I was making beat tapes and stuff like that. And then one day I I was like, I'm just gonna put it all together. Yeah. And I had a project and I you know x that project and i started data howler that's dope and what, what uh, were you before then uh, i was called objective one objective one <laughs> yeah man <laughs> it's like all remixes boom bap beats it yeah. was just it's what you think it was you know yeah, you, sound like, yeah. you sound like you rap with atmosphere bro <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean yeah <laughs> on top of on, on top of uh, alchemist beats right yeah. <laughs> it was like some, it was some backpacker stuff yeah right? <laughs> you know word up word up no that's dope man that's dope and uh and so that was you know in college you came yeah. back out here as Data Howler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Data or Data? 
It's whatever, man. You're cool. I like You're data, cool. Bro. You like data? Data howler sounds yeah. cool. Data howler. I yeah. like. Uh, I think no, data howler. I'm sorry, data howler. Yeah, data cool. howler sounds dope. Yeah. Never, never get rid of that name, though. That's just so dope. <laughs> yeah, that's super cool, <laughs> man. And I've been following you for a minute now. You know what I'm saying? Even you know back in back in you know the the history that we will never speak of. Oh really? Yeah, I was. I, I was, thought the first time you'd ever heard of him was at 16 bars when we started. Nah, I was time. I was familiar with his work already. I was familiar uh-huh. with him. You know what I'm saying? And your presence on like you know Facebook, social media, and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And uh and I had I had come across your music a lot. Um, in the past, but only just recently having, you know, immersed myself in sort of the beats and the DJ and producer oriented music, you know what I'm saying? Had I, had I saw, you know, what you contribute to it, man. I mean, for 15 years out here, you know, doing it big, even if, you know, producing only just recently started, like, you know, the impact is obviously felt. And because of that, you know, you have a, uh, you have a position with Red Bull. Now, how did that come about? Uh, I ended up going to the Red Bull Music Academy base camp, which is like a smaller version of the Music Academy. It's a okay. shorter kind of like micro version. And that was at Bonnaroo last okay. year. And um, so only only for only last year have you have you been affiliated with Red Bull Music Academy? Yep. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. And they found you or did you apply? Like how did that process take I applied place? and, you know, I I got asked to do uh, this like micro camp, basically. Yeah. So. And then after I ended up doing that, they asked me to be Mr. X, which is like the liaison for the DFW area. So That's cool. Mr. X, man. <laughs> right on, man. Right on. Very cool. And and what all does that entail? What all does that position entail? Um, I mean, I inform people of the program and, you know, I basically find people that I think would be a good fit and yeah. ask them to apply. What is it? What are, what are the prerequisites? What do you think? What do you consider a good fit for Red Bull Music Academy? Because, I mean, they have a wealth of alumni. Let's talk about yeah. some of their alumni. I mean, the, the ones I know off the top of my head that most people know are Toki Monster yeah. and Teebs and, you know, some of those guys. Um, because they've been doing this a lot longer than a lot of us know they've been doing it. I'm yeah, fine. yeah. And, you know, that's how Flying Lotus is picking up some of this talent. And, like, a lot of these guys are, like, involved with RBMA as yeah. speakers and lecturers and yeah. you know so they're involved and they find people through that yeah. as well so that's how some of these people are you know coming out that's how and they're finding that's kind of yeah. dope and like are you involved in the process of like the yay or naying these, these talents or no no that's like uh, that's like a very line. very secretive process really? like a, yeah yeah all the applications go to uh, Austria or Germany and they have like a <laughs> special <laughs> team. yeah, yeah not fucking around, man. <laughs> no 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 you can't influence it at all man it's like there's a couple people that sit down and analyze all the applications and that's it man about like how many people strong is this Academy man oh like like people who have attended or people who work there or on, on average like how many people are you know a part of the whole moving parts of oh or, my and, gosh. you know I, I think it's like probably about 30 or 40 who are officially with rbma but then there's you know there's mr x's probably yeah. in every city of the yeah. world and right. like how many like as far as like talent wise like how many people do they have as far as talent it's been 16 years and they do like i'm still dumbfounded by that they, fucking amazing. just the normal academy not counting the base camps and stuff they do like 60 or 90 people a year really? damn so that's very exclusive shit man. maybe that's a thousand people you know, I don't know. Even 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 still, like as 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 small of a portion as that is compared to all the independent musicians acts there are, that's still a pretty huge number being yeah. taken into the academy and you know, kind of being having their talents honed and yeah. you know and, and, and curated in that's that a, way, man. That's gotta be an honor. And you're talking about all over the world. Yeah. Yeah, a thousand people in yeah. the planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus, there's like, like Professor X is like three billion people in China. I hope, you know? like, <laughs> I 
I hope you don't tell people that when they apply, man. I don't even need those problems. I try not, I try not to, and they ask me, and I'm like, I'm sorry, yeah, Lars. like you know, <laughs> Lars is applying, man. Like he didn't know that shit before. Hey, man, somebody, somebody from Dallas got picked last year. I believe in Lars, man. Lars so, is the yeah. golden child. Lars is my Pokemon. Yeah, dog. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 try to put blood in his oatmeal. <laughs> no, man. Uh, what is so. It's another 90s reference, man. Come on, Mo. You missed the all that reference. You missed the Golden Child reference. Come on, brother. While you were 40 in the 90s, I was like fucking five. He's, pull, he's pulling him out for me, man. I'm getting old. I'm, I'm out here for Dada Hallow, man. We're talking to you, man. I'm out here for Dada Hallow. The up, old men are talking, man. The old men are talking. Have at it. No, word up, man. Now, okay, so um, do you scout? For talent here, are you looking for anything in particular when you're, you know, when you're helping this process as the liaison, as Mr. X for the Dallas community? Are you, are you taking what you know from the Dallas scene and, you know, and, and more or less coaching or suggesting or, you know, have you had a star people that you really try to push through the channels? Like, how does your position play out in the application process? I mean, I'm really, for me, it's. You know, they want someone who can identify right. people locally who are good at what they do. And for me, a lot of those guys are in their bedroom. Yeah. You know, yeah, straight I, up. I like the bedroom guys. I'm a bedroom guy. Yeah. You know, I'm a bedroom producer. And I know there's people that are out doing their thing and, right. you know, they're involved too. But there's also these little pockets and cultures of producers who right. are kind of like hiding out. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And they're there and they're good. Yeah. And, you know... I want to find those people and tell them about the. Academy, and I think you get like so. the the most diverse stuff out of those kind of people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, everything we listen to, everything we jam here was made by somebody not in some multi billion dollar studio, in but you room. know, like in their room. You know what I'm saying? With shout they, out to Large Blake, who's shoddy equipment. You know what I'm saying? Who's like literally in his room on his on his EP cover. <laughs> I mean, straight up, man. Shout out to Large Blake. <laughs> These people haven't been tainted by the outside world yet. Right. In some ways. I mean, when you start playing shows and releasing music. You know, public opinion sways you. Right. And sometimes your best work doesn't come from that. Your best work comes when nobody knows what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Right. And then you release it and people are just like, whoa, what was that? Yeah. Like, where did that come from? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, that's why artists' first albums are always like really good. And the second sometimes is harsh. And yeah. then the third's like, they're back because yeah. they realize like the formula like yeah. I gotta get back into the bed yeah, yeah. yeah and in that, in that purity of that first of that newborn project of the, of the first born thing you know what I'm saying like it's a it's a real niescence that comes from that you know what I mean so I dig that a lot um oh. And, 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 you know, we talk about some of the alumni from Red Bull Music Academy. You know, you're talking about your Tokyo Monsters, your, your Flying Lotus, your Quest Love and stuff like that. And uh, it feels like um, it feels like there's a certain kind of progressive nature that Red Bull kind of seeks out. A, a certain, I don't know, um, you know, just just a, a, an alternative sort of sort of sound, an alternative sort of sonic you know, class of, of musicians that, that Red Bull seeks out, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And whether that be in the electronic forum, you know, house, DJs, whatever. I mean, we talk about some of their alumni and that's some, you know, that's some other type of music, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, do you feel like you have, uh, they, they came to you because you have an ear for that because you are among those type of people? Like, what do you look for in people you shoot these a applications to aside from bedroom producers and things like that like what sound are you looking for because i mean you got you got you got you got bedroom rappers you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. but that's not that might not be something that it doesn't seem like that's something that red bull is really you H know yeah. reaching for you know they, what i mean you know they they are i mean they they're actually more and more open to instrumentalists yeah. you know singers like all kinds of people but i think really the the thing that they're wanting and specifically what i what i would want yeah. is that people that are in tune with themselves yeah the most yeah you know who are doing 
doing them, man. Yeah. I mean, that's... You can't, like, fake... You can't fake it. Like, yeah. you can't... You know, there's people that try to be something, and then there's people that just are. Yeah. And, you, you know, those are always my favorite artists. Right. The ones that you're like, man, that guy is genuinely weird or, yeah, you know yeah, whatever yeah. Like, you know like being weird is really cool right yeah now. like a lot of people like fake being weird yeah and then there's people you know what i mean <laughs> no it's like message right it like, sucks man message. it's true <laughs> yeah, damn. i'm gonna fake being weird because people will like me more <laughs> i'm so weird and then you like meet that guy where you're like this guy's genuinely weird yeah like, yeah weird person yeah i like him. it kind of it kind of sets you makes you a little uncomfortable it kind of yeah. you know what i'm saying like sets you on the wrong foot but where, it, but where we come where like weird is cool now bro Hey man, I, I think it's dope, man. I think I think all the oddballs who were in high yeah. school and picked on, you know what I'm saying, are stupid talented, you know what I'm saying, were able to know themselves before having to cater to other people. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Most people have been curating their identities to fit, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> social circles and shit, you know, their entire lives. So, yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's your Thundercats, it's your it's your flying lotuses, it's your, you know, thieves and all that shit you know what i'm saying those people who are making genuine music that comes from themselves you know That's what i'm saying dope. it's a little weird ass niggas like cambio and simon phoenix <laughs> and lars blake and shit who's super nice and like gorgeous and you know what i'm saying i'm okay i'm okay with saying that i'm okay with saying that you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's fucking nice and beautiful nigga it's like it's not fair you know what it is like it's <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Yo, I'm okay with saying that, man. Either way, I, I think that's I, I think I think that's super cool, man. I there's, think that's super. There's cool. nothing wrong with man having beautiful features. Man. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, I ain't saying saying nigga. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I'm weird, nigga. <laughs> hey, I can say those things. Hey, it's cool to be weird. <laughs> it's cool to be weird, bro. So what does so what does Red Bull Music Academy do? <clears throat> what is what do you do? Y'all obviously they they take you in. They take in these thousands of people. These thousand or so people, you know, more or less, and uh, they bring you in. Um, and is it, is it several classes you take? Do they do they put you in shows? Do they you know because a lot of the music has got sort of a, a very universal sound. You know what I'm saying? It's not limited to one demographic. You know, so um, how is it? How what is it that they do within the Red Bull Music Academy that sets an artist up for success on the world market or an independent music market rather? I think with a music academy, they're they're looking for innovation. So you know they. They take a group of us that they think will fit together and they cram us into one area with right. a bunch of music equipment and they kind of let us run wild and yeah. do your thing. And during that process, you know, they bring in lecturers and people that are have a lot of insights. Yeah. You know, um, when I went, you know, we talked to Vance Powell, who's like a, an amazing record producer and engineer. And then they would bring in Thundercat, who, yeah. you know, is obviously like amazing in his own right you know, and then, like Simon yeah. said Thundercats base got all no. seven Dragon Balls on. <laughs> and then uh, they you know they bring in Manny Fresh and it's like yeah. what yeah, yeah man yeah man <laughs> his, his set was kind of hot though when I <laughs> no it was stupid hot it was insane yo really yeah, yeah man yeah, yeah, Manny yeah. Fresh is really heavily involved with the Red that's Bull so music fucking Academy. dope dude. and he's yeah. an amazing producer like yeah, let us not forget yeah you we know never don't ever like don't ever yeah I'm sure he's the splitting image of his grandmother and his afro <laughs> look like it's detachable you know what I'm saying but he is an amazing producer producer dog. And they make some, yeah, I, <laughs> no, I mean he's he's incredibly awesome man. yeah he's just cool he's funny he's laid back he's like super nice to everyone that comes his way i mean yeah. I, I loved him That's awesome, he was dude. really cool right on. man so, so how is well first question is do you think that like the red bull music academy was kind of on was one of the people on the forefront of this kind of new wave of music that we're listening to do you think that they kind of knew that that's where it all go that's, yeah that's where it all's going yeah, I mean, they've been doing this 16 years, and I mean, 
That's crazy. You know, I've been following RBMA at least eight. Yeah? Yeah, at least eight. And, you know, they, I think that they had their finger on the pulse a long time ago. They knew that this was coming. And if they if they didn't know, they influenced. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I mean, we have, you know, selections yeah, you're and the me. brain feeders. And, you know, I think that's a direct reflection of some of the things that RBMA has done. I mean, there's obviously other people that have done a lot of yeah, yeah, things, of course, too. Of but, I mean, still, you know. That's incredible. And, like, I also wonder, like, how they were able to. And this is because I don't know a whole lot about it. But, like, I was, how were they able to kind of keep this so low-key for this long, you know? Or maybe it's not yeah, low key. Know. Maybe we just don't know. Yeah, you yeah. know, like because obviously, if you have you know tens of thousands, thousands of of applicants, applicants a yeah. year, you know what I'm saying? And you you yourself have been chasing for a year. Oh yeah, yeah, man. yeah. To me, it's like to me, it's it's like winning the lottery. It's yeah. like a huge, yeah. huge thing. So, you know, when I find out people don't know about it, I'm like, what? Like, yeah. you know, this you is have the greatest know about thing. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, you know, and it's incredible. And it, you know, they pay for all of it. They take you there. They they let you do whatever you want. It's like the yeah. first time as an artist that you're like, so what's what's the catch? Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah, like, right, there right. isn't one. You can because that was gonna be one of my questions, bro. Do like, whatever, you know. Like I don't have to come talk about Red Bull. There's a lot of guys that are like, okay, cool, thank you, take it easy. Like I enjoyed the experience. You know, I'm just like, I I love RBMA. They've done so much for so many musicians that I'm like, you know. <laughs> oh nothing just Whoa. moving my just moving my red bull just like, relocating our red bulls just, on camera just moving it's my like, red bull know, energy drinks dave Chappelle, he's like pepsi tastes better they paid me last no I'm just <laughs> <laughs> that's not true that's not true nice oh man, <laughs> man. dog you like that i can smell the money right now <laughs> that one's a little bit suspect Right. That little, one's little, weird. Little too slurpy, okay, so yeah, okay, so, <laughs> I don't know how they go feel about that, that, that one. A, that was a juicy sip. <laughs> <laughs> You're over Yo, there, my nigga. Yo, man, don't be uh, cross analyzing my sips over I'm here, dog. Saying, hey, man, you man, said that was a gorgeous sip, my nigga. That wasn't a gorgeous. That was a gorgeous. Recognize that was a large blank sip. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. That sip had beautiful features. Fuck y'all, man. Either way. um now, a lot of what we see with Red Bull Music Academy, because those of us who do know, you know, you see like the DJ sets online, you see the some of the lectures. Um, I think they were actually responsible for um, D'Angelo's uh, lecture recently uh, with oh, a, with yeah. a, a coming out of uh, Black Messiah. I think that was a Red Bull Nelson thing too. George. Yeah, wow. with Nelson George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so um, how much of how much of it is do we actually have access to as the public you know oh you can watch every lecture online man yeah 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 you can just go watch all of them. and that's like how i got into it yeah is i you know is some I, game on there oh man yeah yeah, yeah. like i wanted I, I wanted to learn how to produce that's yeah. like why i was into it and you know i loved uh jay dilla and black milk and, yeah you know I, 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 distinctly, I distinctly remember, you know, I, I remember. Rest in peace, Dilla. I remember, you know, Black Milk yeah. learned everything from Jay Dilla. Yeah. And Jay Dilla just passed away. Yeah. I was like, well, I want to learn more about how to use MPC. You know, uh, Black Milk's like MPC king. Yeah. And I found an RBMA lecture, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta watch this. And then I watched more, and I saw others, and. It like it taught me a lot, so I became you know an advocate of the program, even though I hadn't been. This was years ago, right? And um, that's incredible. It, it excited me, man. It yeah. excited me to see my heroes yeah. getting to tell other people about what they do and how they do it, right? Through and this was, avenue, yeah. And it was a room full of people like me, yeah. who just were like, "Oh, great! I love this guy. Like, yeah. I want to hear more." And it, you know, it's not just producers. I mean, they've had just incredible musicians come through. I, yeah. I saw one. It was a uh, 
Mulato Mulatu Satki, okay. Ethiopian jazz musician. He's like <laughs> Damn. the weirdest thing I've heard all day. He's incredible, man. <laughs> I mean, he's like an incredible jazz musician. He comes through and gives a lecture. I mean, yeah. there's there's some really amazing. They're like tapped into very very deep veins of culture, man. Right on. But beyond just like the production and yeah. the electronic music, you know, it's, it's and that's what I was going to get at, man. It's 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 bigger than a genre because I think uh, a lot of articles I've talked about it too. Kind of have kind of dissected it or whatever. But uh, Red Bull has a has a huge stamp on the independent music industry you know what i'm saying or independent artists not even the ind- not independent labels so much but even just giving access to independent artists you know what i mean and um how big of a priority is that in those offices with those people how big is the independent plight you know what i'm saying of your bedroom artists whether electronic bedroom instrumental artists. you know what i'm saying or otherwise I'm, I'm a motherfucker bedroom, bedroom artist. artist shout out to the bedroom <laughs> artist in this joint you know what i'm saying <laughs> Paint the walls in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the bedroom artists out here. That's why the magic happened. Oh, you, you jump on the bed, slow motion. <laughs> Say, lay, lay on my. Why don't you lay Can't on my canvas, baby? Back, just, <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're, they're serious about it, it, you know the, the independent nature, man. I think I read something on, uh, on on the fader very recently about the culture they're creating with giving opportunity to um to independent artists and yeah, things yeah. like that. I mean I think it's you know it's it's for one it's crazy. It's like they're giving opportunities to artists. And artists are like, you know, sad, beaten, run down children. Like yeah. nobody gives us anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. You gotta fight for like fifty dollars at the club. You're like, just give me fifty dollars, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It won't even cover my bar tab because you make me so sad I drink. <laughs> and, you know, I mean they've realized like, hey, like we can make advocates out of people just by helping them because yeah. no one helps them. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. every artist has a story about getting took every which way. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's man. like, you'd think somebody would have thought of that sooner. Yeah. It's like, not not the most revolutionary. Right, idea, right. But it, right? For, it foresees kind of the direction that the music industry is going. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because a lot more of what we subscribe to isn't what major labels are feeding us. I mean, it's still the, the overwhelming mass majority of the things we consume comes from major yeah. labels. But you're, you're kind of seeing how listeners and fans and supporters of music are curating you know their own taste their own music and most of it is through you know these soundcloud artists these bedroom artists you know what i'm saying and and it seems like red bull has been on the cutting edge of that by allowing these avenues and these channels for independent musicians and all just for like for the love of it just to do it yeah for the love of it and like looking out for that like the the bedroom artist the smaller man like i think that's just dope you know especially like putting out all that free game on youtube like they don't have to do that shit i think that's awesome man yeah and i mean you know obviously they have a business and they have to make money and all that but you know knowing the people that that work for these programs i mean they love music it's they really do i mean they love music they love people and the experiences i've had have been have been incredible right you know you you forget that there is like an entity behind it yeah. because they have they have great people in place. <laughs> no, seriously, there's a Red Bull sound select yeah. going on right now, and you and you completely forget. It's kind of almost inherent. Like when yeah. you see when you want a soda, you think Coke. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like you almost forget you know, these niggas make energy drinks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and delicious ones at that. Awesome, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> no, very dope, man. So what can what can Dallas artists do now? Where you said the deadline is coming up for. Uh, applications for the Red Bull Music Academy. Yep. What uh, uh, what what is the application process, and and how do they how do they uh, sell themselves to uh, the academy? Um, I I think it's applied.redbullmusicacademy.com. Yeah, and 
you know, they they give you like an application. It's it's pretty long. I think mm-hmm. it's like twelve or fifteen pages. Shit, if you want it bad if, enough. If you want it, bro. But you should do that shit. It's really interesting application. Yeah. I mean, it's like how do you organize your record collection? Yeah. Like draw a picture. And yeah. You're like okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's like tell me your deepest darkest fantasy, and we'll make it happen. No. We're <laughs> we can do that and more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, you really just go and you fill out this application. You have to have it in the mail by March 4th. It has to be postmarked. Yeah. But if you're in Dallas, you know, we're going to take up the applications and send them. Okay. And we're actually going to have a party at the the Red Bull offices. Okay, done. So, if anyone's applying, you know... I'm looking at some of these dudes here. <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix. Let's yeah. apply just to yeah. go to the party. <laughs> oh, man, we already got to shoot in, man. I, I, actually yeah, think, I think Simon's going to DJ. Yeah. Oh, word? Oh, Why yeah. don't you tell us shit like this, man? Why do you let just Because he don't be knowing, like, real talk. He <laughs> don't be knowing himself. <laughs> no, no, he just no, let no, it no. sneak up on his August. Like, oh, yeah, Simon Phoenix is going to be DJing for the Red Bull you Music know, like, Academy you party. See, you ever see someone go to, the, like, the buffet and they've got too much on their plate? Yeah. <laughs> is that you? <laughs> <laughs> that is I, my friend. Well, don't be like that, man. I threw you a hamburger and you don't want it. 2015. What up? That's your eating, baby. I just handed him a pizza and he's like, I'm full. I'm good. I'm good. No, that's dope, man. And I. I guess um, at this point, it's like um, your role is to sub- to give, to make aware of the process to Dallas artists out here. Is there anything else that goes deeper than that? Are you counseling or, you know what I'm saying, like scouting? Like how, how deep does your role go? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, any artist who has questions or wants counseling or advice or, you know, even an opinion on what they're submitting, because you've got to submit music, you know, mixes. If you're a DJ, you submit mixes. Um I'm definitely available to help with that. Some guys have gone to their studios and listened to some stuff, you know, yeah. so I'm I'm open to helping, you know. I don't want to influence influence the process too much. Yeah. Because there's not like a a secret combination to right. game. It's not like a video game. Solid tangibles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I can tell you what I think. Yeah. So but I mean, for the most part, man. These motherfuckers are on their own, dude. Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> do it. Just get out of here and do it, man. I'm just kidding. No, who are you? Who are you? Who are you peeping out here? Who do you like out here? Oh That's man, a great question, dog. Yeah. I like Simon. Yeah, I love. Simon. Obviously, we all love. Simon's Simon. got a Simon's got a great selection. Yeah. Um, um, Shout out to the uh, for love of money mix it. The, the for love of money. What do you call it? This set that he just for, dropped. Yeah. For love of money. I talked to yeah. K Wash. Yeah. You know, I mean, that dude's got. That nigga's gonna rule the world one crazy day. Crazy drums. Yeah. I mean, his drums are just like. He's not. Yeah, it's so, it hurts. They're so crisp, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> his drums hit, and I'm just like, oh. That nigga's 19, like, like, I've never heard drums sparkle before. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wash, man. <laughs> yeah, word up, man. Who else? I know you've been doing uh you you've been uh uh, uh doing dual DJ sets with uh, Wave. Yeah, 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 man. I I definitely want him to apply. He's yeah. got some tracks in hiding that are very good, man. Oh man. And he's like, you know, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to release them and yeah. this and it's like whatever, man. Yeah. Just put him in. I know his contribution to our tape was something completely crazy. Man. Yeah. Yeah, it was super dope, man. I've known him dope. a long time, man. We used to play in the hardcore bands together. Oh, word. Yeah, I've he known plays him bass a long time. too, right? He played. He was playing guitar at that time, I think. But yeah, he, he also works at Guitar Center. He don't yeah. fuck around about this shit. Nah, no, no, man, he don't. That's he loves life, guitar stuff. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. word up, man. No, I. I mean, I. I love him. He's my boy, dude. So yeah. I'm, I hope he, you know, comes. Anybody you had to like? Oh, I got to get this application to so and so. Like, man, I, I've got a huge list. I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to pull it out and yeah. tell you, but I don't want to embarrass people. <laughs> well, maybe I should. You should, man. Because if man, they don't apply, I'm going to be like, you know, 
What the fuck are you thinking? When I went to base camp, I went with uh, Sudi. Okay, very so dope. Sudi's applying. Who's on the rise. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Quickly. Awesome, man. Yeah. And I went with Dorian from Outfit. Dope. So oh, that's dope. He, Shout out to like Dorian. That. He should be applying. He's an amazing producer, too. He's like the coolest guy I've ever met. Yeah, man. He's a yeah, quiet man. tall one, right? Like the quiet yeah. darker one? Yeah, yeah, with the glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I like yeah. that guy. Yeah, he... So I'm hoping he goes. So I, I got to go with them, yeah. by the way, you know, which was a great experience because I didn't know either one of them mm-hmm. at the time. Right. So, and I met Dorian on the airplane. Yeah. Word. And I was like, you're the only dude on this plane that looks like he's going where I'm going. So, <laughs> <laughs> so are you Dorian? And he was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. That's dope. Shout out to Pleasant wait, Grove. Wait, wait. I think he's from the Grove. I think he's I from know, the Grove. Bro. Yeah, a couple of them are. A couple of them are. They from the Grove. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't want to get that wrong about them niggas, bro, because they will find you. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you better. You better. feel it so clean. Gotta feel it so clean. That's what's up, man. It's very dope. Is she gonna shake? So when's the deadline? March fourth. March fourth. Yeah. Artists, instrumentalists, composition vocalists. composers, vocalists, yep. everyone. Such such a man. You heard it DJs. Here. DJs. DJs are welcome, man. When is the uh, when is the uh, party? I gotta find out. Okay, I'll tell you. Right on. <laughs> no, very good. No, no, We're still planning good. it. It'll, you know, it'll probably be a couple of days before the deadline. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's very cool, man. I mean, you know, what the you? locals gonna be in that joint. Of course, I mean, we yeah, gotta, man. We Come through. Kind of be. You know. Come through, so what man. you what you got coming up, Dad? How? Man, I'm working on a new pro. I'm working on a couple new projects. So I'm gonna put Data Howler down for a little while. Really? Yeah, yeah. Who's uh who who's who's behind this next project then? Who's who, the non data holler project? Um, what hat are you gonna put on, sir? Yeah, man, I, he was playing a couple tracks before we jumped into the interview. Uh-huh. Um, Some of that know. was yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate I missed it. Yeah, three. yeah. one of them. One of them There's has uh, Jennifer Hudson on it. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, you should check that out. So. Uh, it's like more dance oriented. I love, yeah. I love house, man. I love house. I love. I mean, anything. it all blend, blends so seamlessly together, though. Yeah. I mean, we've seen how you know people are kind of you know bringing this community of you know all music together. I mean, you you hear like flips of you know soul, old soul music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You'll hear some regular ass soul samples. You know what I'm saying? And and electronic music, house, dance, techno, all these things, man. EDM, uh, Cortez is really dope. At, you know, I had given up on EDM entirely. I had given up on dubstep entirely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then Cortez resurrected <laughs> it for me. You know, shout out to Simon Phoenix for the drop on that. That's dope. You know, but yeah, man. So so this 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 next album, this next project, what we got? Man, it's, you know, most of my Data Heller stuff was psychedelic, slow, yeah. you know, kind of uh, trip hop. Yeah you know down tempo thing and this is you know more up upbeat i've learned a lot from djing that's the one thing i can say right um my my first dj gig was at bonnaroo mm-hmm. which was like, <laughs> damn that's what which was oh like, you went I mean, to the deep you know, end so, <laughs> you know it was a awakening oh, yeah. no, 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 i totally feel you um that's and it was ama- i mean it was amazing man a little gig called you know, bonnaroo you heard of it <laughs> yeah it was just you know it was whatever dude my first my first little gig yeah it wasn't a big deal dude. nbd skrillex was up there i was yeah. like what up dude <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was good fam <laughs> no, what's up nerd that's what i told you that's what no, I told but, but for real he was up there um yeah, man, that's straight into the deep end. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. And I came back and I was like, wow, like, I'm enlightened. Yeah. You know, about, like, structure of tracks, like, tempos, yeah. you know, all these things that I didn't understand being a bedroom producer. Mm-hmm. And so that's changed my perspective a lot about music. And, you know, I went a long time without really be, being inspired. And I started DJing and I've, I remembered why I loved music, man. Word up, There was man. a while, you know, where you... You start playing a lot of shows, you start getting really involved, and 
it feels like a job and sometimes you're like ah, i'm like sick of this you know yeah. right on so uh it was really really nice to do that and i i went through this weird thing where it was actually at bonnaroo i had a cloud drive filled mm-hmm. with all my demos right and something happened and i deleted like probably 200 completed songs Shit. why does that always happen to you guys like that that always happens to you guys. i don't know it's part of the game man that sucks. so i i was just like let's just start over let's just wipe it clean my last album it came out two years ago yeah and the songs in that album are four years old yeah so i haven't released anything in four years technically to me wow so and this is going to be a, a complete switch up from from what you put out two yeah. years ago yeah yeah so I'm, you know, I'm really excited about it, man. I, yeah. I like really love to dance, and I want other people to dance. So. Good man, good man. I like to get down, man. You trying yeah, to get down, man. Hell yeah. You trying to get down, man. Hell yeah, man. I don't know how to dance. We are gonna figure this shit out, though. Shit, man. I just move my body, dog. Yeah. I just I, move. I'm, I'm out a, there like a, I'm out there like a straight white girl. Like a noodle. <laughs> yeah. Just, just rhythmically throw your body in different directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm a big dude. Try not to hurt if, nobody. If I rhythmically yeah, throw myself anywhere. Somebody getting hurt. <laughs> you putting a hole in the wall. I'm gonna mow somebody down. You're going to mow somebody down. Oh, nigga! This is why I fuck. You're my best friend, dog. That's why I fuck with you. <laughs> Word up, man. So, what can we anticipate that? You got a you got a tentative kind of time period. Got a name for that hell, bro. I don't even got a name. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't have a name, but I, you know the tracks are being mixed and mastered. Very so, dope. I mean, they are being finalized. And are I've you having got, a release or anything? I'm going to, man. I'm yeah. you know I'm not sure all the details yet. Yeah. So, and then I'm doing another project uh, with my friend Chris. It's kind of like a live. Uh, like house electronic project. Yeah. Chris you know. who? Semmelbeck. He used to be in a band called Seren. Okay, right on. Um, but yeah, he's been kind of like laying low for a while. He's an amazing, amazing drummer, man. Yeah. He's an amazing instrumentalist. He can play everything. Word up. And he's been laying low for a while, and he started producing, and he's he's just he's awesome, man. He's right like on. so good. So, you know, he's doing his thing, and we're also going to do a project together. So I'm pretty excited about that because that'll be like a lot, a lot more of a live project where yeah. we, we play a lot of stuff you yeah know? play a lot of instruments to create the electronic feel so right on man that's really dope man. yeah i remember the first time we met was at a it was a show you're playing you had the whole like audio visual set up and i was there to shoot and like the logic board of my camera went out <laughs> and so i like so i was man? trying i was trying to like you know like make up for it by taking like cell phone pics of the show it just did not do justice but i remember having a conversation about shlomo and about like his process and the thing about him that i read about him is that he used to record all his own samples with instruments or just like um just making noises yep. um and i remember you were saying that you had a similar process and I actually watched a couple of your video uh do you mind like touching on that in regards to like data howler and when you're kind of going with the next project how that yeah. changes like the workflow yeah there was a while where data howler was all live instrumentation sampled um i wasn't using any digital plugins or anything I, I had analog gear i had guitars you know like you said i was you know standing in my bathroom like slapping the wall just like <laughs> you, know, do, you know just doing weird stuff man yeah. i was being weird i was discovering yeah. sound you know yeah. like I, I love sound i think you know with with music there's only so many keys there's only so many notes only right. so many chord progressions they've all been done right yeah. but right. sound is infinite right right you know so Word up, man. sampling anything and everything you find creates these just amazing textures you can yeah. you know there was a there's one song i did where uh, my fiance she i'm i'm engaged now she was yeah. my girlfriend right um, thank you <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the old lady what up? <laughs> um, i had her walking 
uh, up and down the stairs, and I had like a. <laughs> I bet she hates you. I bet she hates you, bro. <laughs> like, I bet she hates you. Like again, <laughs> and I stood under the stairs with the microphone, and you know you get like these just amazing textures. We, you know, yeah. we'd go all kinds of places and record things, and you know she'd entertain me. I'd bring this mic everywhere. And, hey, baby, uh, hey, hey, baby, yeah. take this out, take this out, do this for me, do this for me. <laughs> for, so for a while, you know, all my music was made like that yeah, yeah and the newer projects are are more production heavy yeah, yeah you know people have known me kind of as an experimental person but um deep down i'm a producer yeah i like love to produce i love to remix compose and yeah so yeah. this is a more electronic like pure electronic project more than any of the the instrument playing and, and really a lot of that comes from you know, we've downgraded in space. I got yeah. rid of most of my instruments, yeah. which for a while I was really upset about, but it reminds me of when I was younger, you know, when you limit your process, yeah. you somehow get more out of it. Right. Uh, so, Domino kind of said that on one of our episodes as well. Yeah. So I've been selling all my gear. I, if you guys don't know, I've, I've had tons of gear. I'm like a massive gearhead, yeah. and I've sold almost. Everything. We we saw you get down on the boards, dog. Yeah. We saw you fix our technical difficulties. <laughs> Work your magic over here, dog. We've seen you are the healer. Shit was okay, mad so I understand. Dog. All I, electronics I bow before me. This thing is like Jubilee. <laughs> I just like wave my That's hand. Another '90s reference. That's a '90s X-Men. I got it. My nigga, you on it? You on it, bro? Hey man, I do this shit. Yeah, dog. Red Bull. Red Bull. I just started reading the new X-Men comics like two days ago. Then they aren't they killing everybody off? Yeah, I'm like, you know, you know what it is though. You know what it is. And you know what I heard. I heard that um, Marvel is pressuring Fox to give up the rights to X Men, so they're killing everything that has a Fox property that's not a Marvel property. They're killing everything off because uh, Fox can only make movies off of what's currently out. Yes, yeah. You know what's yeah. uh, what's available, and so uh, they're trying to trying to squeeze the, so the X Men. What like reboot the franchise or something? Um, yeah, to ultimately reboot the fr franchise, and um, Marvel is also giving the Avengers Inhumans, which are basically mutants. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? order to you know kind of fill that demographic yeah, yeah. where the x-men movies kind of flop because yeah, yeah. i hate all the x-men movies you don't hate all of them. i hate them you don't well, hate i thought a, a part of them. it too right. was that all the movies caused interest in the comics yeah and some of those comics the story arcs are like 40 years deep yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like yeah. they're like yeah. let's just reboot everything so yeah. these people don't have to like go back for and sure. read five thousand comic books to understand what. Shout out to the acquisition of uh, right. Spider Man, though. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know yeah. What I'm saying we're gonna see him in the let's Avengers see, movie, in the Civil goes. War movie. You know uh, Donald yeah. for Spider Man. I just, I ain't trying to hear that I, shit. I just want to talk about Donald the, most, the, most poignant, the most poignant, mo mo most poignant moment in all the X Men movies, and this is just for like any dude out there who's ever had like a misconnection or like yo, someone yo, shout like out, you just, shout out to the, you just, to you the just, smooth doctor. You, you, you miss smashing by like by about that much. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And then like, but for Wolverine, it was even more pain, painful because he had to he had to kill that person. <laughs> yeah, the, the most extreme, the most extreme. That's what you right. took away from right. that movie, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing I took away from It was the third one, movies. so it wasn't a whole lot to take away from it. Wolverine, Wolverine never got, never got that. Yeah, he never got that box. Never that's got crazy. That, bro. Damn. Never got that. And he obsessed over it for bro, a good he 20 having, extra He's been years, having bro. dreams about it. It's the new Wolverine Origins movie. That nigga waking up stabbing his new girl over Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up his new girl like bleeding and shit. He's like, oh. You look like a motherfucker. <laughs> 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 
Yo, I hate you, bro. Gene got heavy on the baby. I think I think Simon should be the new Wolverine. Look at that, be awesome, bro. That beard, that beard, is it. that's it. Yeah, he got to spike his beard up. Yeah, right, yeah. flash his life. <laughs> he could do it, man. I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Word I'd be, up, I'd man. I need to be the GS Wolverine of all time. Promise. Anything you want to plug, man? You got any residencies or anything? Uh, you know what I'm saying? You got popping any weeklies or anything? People can find you, social media, all that good stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, me and Young Wave are still doing off the record. We just hit six months. We're gonna right do on, another man. six months. That's uh, every second Saturday. And Simon still needs to come do that with us. Yeah, man. This, yeah. I've been I've been there. This shit is tight, yeah. man. This I shit is tight, man. They, I mean, any and everything and more that, you know what I'm saying, that we love and subscribe to, you know what I'm saying, like, they they really put it down, man. I've been really, really surprised. Which is yeah. impressed because we, we weren't very we – had, we had our apprehensions about the place when it first opened. Yeah, off the record? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, shout I, out to Vanessa Q. Shout out to Vanessa Q and everybody in, in there, man. They, I think yeah. they run a really good show there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Even yeah. outside – of our anticipations for a record store slash bar, yeah, like they they've compensated for, I think a lot of people is kind of underwhelmed, underwhelming about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. And and giving us something really cool to dig, man. Especially Data Howler and Young Wave there. What is the event called? Uh, it's called Almost Paid. Bro. Almost Paid. We're probably gonna switch <laughs> it up, man, because yeah. it's right before payday. Kind yeah, of payday. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. The one thing I want to add though is like uh, the first time I ever saw you perform was at 16 Bars. Yeah. Shout out to Rico. Shout out to Rico Slice. Um, Fuck Rico Slice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying that. <laughs> first time, first time I ever seen you perform though was there. Right. Uh, you have to give a little, you have to give people a little bit of information while you just yelling "fuck Rico Slice." I love I love Rico Slice. Rico Slice, no, I love, but I say right. fuck him because he, he, he called our he called our compilation tape a game informer demo, demo disc. That's a that's a another what? beautiful man, right? He's a, game he's a beautiful demo man. Disc. He's a gorgeous man. Our fucking mixtape were free games, <laughs> free demo games, no, free short games, free yeah, free abbreviated games. One stage a piece. <laughs> That's what it was. Anyway, man, we uh, I, that was the first time I saw you perform, um, and like we watched you like build beats from scratch. And I was, yeah, like, the live. most ridiculous fucking thing I'd ever seen. And in a night of really impressive and performances, a night of some crazy great shit. Young Wave had performed. We saw uh, Darian the Red X. And the Red X be, my uh, friend, be my friend. Uh, my that one weird guy? My homie Falcon. He was Falcon he, fucker. Yeah, he went to RBMA with us, man. Yeah. He came up from Houston and That's did dope. the visuals. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, man, but uh, we watched you do that or whatever, and Blue the Misfit was, like, right next to me, and he was, like, fucking amazed by that shit. Like, he was astonished, and he was like, man, I got to learn this shit. And I told you this off, this off air already, but um, a couple weeks ago, he or, like, last week, he just he, he let out an announcement. He said, like, this show, he has, like, a weekly residence at Crown and Heart, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said... This one is gonna be a little different. This is the first time I'm gonna be building beats live on live on stage. Yeah, and like of course it's like very far away from the time the 16 bars happened. But considering the year he had, I understand. But I'm pretty sure you directly inf influenced him to learn that or get into it. And overall, man, that shit was just fucking amazing to watch. Like I had never Thank seen you, that man. shit in my life. That shit's amazing because like you can really fuck that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shit could go <laughs> you. really wrong really quick. Nigga. <laughs> you did that in front of everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and not and not even just in front of everybody. Some really skeptical new niggas. Yeah, like, yeah. like some some young. There was some niggas in, you know, in skirts and kilts that like would have ripped you up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some niggas in, in leather pants, in torn leather pants, who would have tore you a new one had you fucked up, man. And you really pulled it through, well, that man. Was most, you really that was one of the most amazing showed out. Seen, yeah, man. appreciate so, it, man. On I, a I, night I, that was epic all the way around. That was a great night. I'm excited that you know there was a long time man where that stuff didn't fly in Dallas man yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping so much that happen, that, ha that happens more because there, yeah. there, there are some people out here that got some heat too yeah yeah, yeah. Got some yeah. the younger heat. the younger kids understand it more man yeah. Yeah. they do they do yeah. and I like that I'm glad Shout because out to 
You know, there was a while where I'd play. <laughs> you think I got a crush on yeah. a nigga? You don't want to keep calling <laughs> yeah. his name and shit. Well, I can't call a nigga gorgeous, but you just said his name eight times. In I ain't calling. I ain't calling because his mama named him Lars. So I'm gonna call him Lars. <laughs> okay. You call a nigga gorgeous. <laughs> hey, hey, that's a whole different hey, story. Hey, hey man, I'm allowed to do so. All right. Uh, I mean, don't judge me, bro. Don't judge me. I'm, I'm cranked up off this Red Bull, nigga. I'm not able to do anything. Cranked Shout up off that what, bro? Red Bull. Thanks, Red, Red Bull. Bull. <laughs> Flavors vary, baby. But you, but you fucking with the younger audience, man. Yeah, you yeah. With the community. I mean, there was a while where I'd play, man, and people are just like, "What the fuck? What is are going you on? doing? This is this, like you're stupid." <laughs> like, you know, like I'd get done, and people, I, like literally, I'd be on stage, and people would be like, "You know, you suck." Like, what is it? Like, Damn. You know? and it's like, okay, catch his hands you know? on the ground. Yeah, I mean, you know, what you think you're talking to? <laughs> you know, like four four years ago, it wasn't that long ago, but you know, like selection and all that stuff. That yeah. stuff wasn't around. You yeah. people didn't know about that stuff, man. Yeah. So. And now the revival is happening. You know what I'm saying? And you're seeing it being a lot more accessible because of these avenues like Red Bull Music Academy, like great artists who are who are amazing at what they do. You know what I'm saying? Because of outlets like Logo over everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to like you know like like. Boiler room, yeah, like man. low end theory and yeah. places like that. These like the brain feeder like hype track. and like, yeah. uh, and and a lot of these independent like labels putting out these releases from these artists who are doing stuff like that. Because I mean, honestly, like a lot of these these sort of like movements and sort of like niche gain traction because people decided that okay, well, no one else is doing this, so we have to do it sort of like for ourselves and put it out to like our audience. So right you know, hopefully, as it as it becomes more visible, sort of like in Dallas, more people will kind of catch on and start actually looking for that. Word and up, I man. think a big step that was like as uh, Mo was saying see like Blue and Misfit get up there and build a beat yeah. a live remix right. of you know Sarah Jaffe and then have her coming right off of it you yeah. know what I'm saying there yeah. was no break I don't think people understand that there yeah. was no like break between that yeah it no just, time to it practice straight in the yeah. keyboardist came in and just picked right up and yeah. then yeah, went right into the, that's into the original song you know, we're doing this shit all night just, bro. that's just yeah, dope yeah, as fuck yeah. dog that's just so dope man Word and up, I really appreciate that there being like establishments who wants to Educate people on how fucking dope that shit is, because that's not easy. And like people yeah. see it, and it's like that's awesome. Like man, you don't know what went into that. Like yeah. that's that's I'm just up for that shit all the way. I mean, back. it's an education process. It's a cultural enlightening. You know what I'm saying? It really brings people who because I'm the type of kid I was I was listening to musical star streams on 107.5. You know what I'm saying? Saturday nights when they'd run you know trip hop, fucking Moby techno. You know what I'm saying? House and all that shit. And my dad would record them on cassette tapes. And like we jam them out Saturday night. Shout out to Forrest from Musical Star Musical Star Streams. And uh, and I grew up and all of a sudden, you know, I'm finding these little known, these very these pockets of outlets for, you know, that kind of evolved sound. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That the, the 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 maturation of that sound. And we're seeing that, you know, kinda kinda, you know, make its you know, break the surface, you know what I'm yeah. saying, in a lot of in a lot of circles and you so get to watch it grow, man. Yeah, man. Grow, I think man. it's I think it's really cool that we have advocates on the scene like that like Mr. Mr. X. Like Mr. <laughs> X over here, you know what I'm saying? Professor X over here, who not only is a practitioner, you know what I'm saying, somebody who's, you know, has a wealth of music knowledge and you know and has and has made that transition himself. Yeah. But you know, is now, you know, a working piece in order to get exposure and to get, you know, independent artists and people who are alternative music, you know what I'm saying, creators who are other you know, music creators and, you know, and give them an amazing opportunity and at an outlet that's worldwide. You know yeah. what I mean? So we thank you for that, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thank Red Bull, man. It wasn't me. <laughs> hey, man, you, 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 you found, thank, hey, thank Red Bull. <laughs> thank Red Bull. This episode was brought to you. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of breaking the service, I got to say this. I saw this, I think, yesterday. Did you see that Cashmere Cat is, like, opening 
like Ariana Grande's tour or something. <laughs> no, right. yeah. like talk about breaking the surface. What? Yeah, tour. straight up. This man. dude's like opening like national, like yeah. t- headlining big tours. Yeah, for like Cashmere Cat. Yeah, for like fourteen to eighteen year old girls who like Ariana Grande's music. That's like that, yo, that's stupid yo, money. That's crazy that's, money. Yo, that's yeah, that, 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 needs, that needs to happen. <laughs> right. No, that needs right. to happen. Man, that right. needs to happen. Right. That brings the sound. That brings the culture to an audience who otherwise may never be exposed to yeah. it. And even if they are, like it, 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 it brings them together. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That kind of cultural fusion is very necessary Which in order for this. Which is what we're all about now. Yeah, this man. Year, it's, man. It's, 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 it's about bringing these communities up, you know what I'm saying, and putting it on the world stage because, I mean, you know, I don't I don't want to see my, my artist not make it. Yeah, man. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? I don't want to see, you know, you know, Lars Blake or Kate Wash or DC or Cambio or Simon Phoenix, you know what I'm saying, not make it. Like, nigga, you going to grind down here with me for the rest of your life, nigga. Like, <laughs> I want to see y'all, you know what I'm saying, do big things. I and that's see y'all a open huge, up Ariana Grande. That's a huge thing, man. Yeah. That's a huge thing. So shout out to that. I know yeah, we said it pretty before, cool, man. It's, it's going to be cool. a dope-ass year, man. Yeah, man. It's it crazy. Is, it is a it's crazy a, it's year, a crazy though. year already. Yeah. So March 4th. Yep, March 4th, man. If, application uh, deadline yeah and if uh, anybody does want to apply you know i'm on i'm on twitter just data howler and i'm going to talk about the turn-in process and the party and you know if somebody wants an application i'm going to leave some with you guys yeah yeah i'm going to have some so so come uh, find the locals man. Yeah, man come find the locals we got the maps for you i'm gonna come find you some know what i'm saying holla at data howler yeah. on on twitter at data howler you know what i'm saying yeah. it's, it's written how it's pronounced and uh, we really appreciate you coming through, man. Shed some light and dropping some game on us, dog. Yeah, thanks yeah, dog. for having me, man. Yeah, appreciate man. It. I hope you had a good time. Did oh, you enjoy yeah. it? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're going to have this up on SoundCloud later on, man. So shout out to all our SoundCloud listeners and everything. Shout out to everybody who's with us, you know, struggling through these technical difficulties we had to start the show off with. But, you know, we here, we live, and, you know. And it's, you know and it's, what really clean up those technical difficulties? Not, not mentioning it? Uh, that and a couple checks from... Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Red Bull for providing endless inspiration on today's episode of Local Over Everything. This I'll has be been so, a wonderful. I'll be so mad if we get nothing out of this. <laughs> so much free promotion. Yo, man. Red Bull DFW actually retweeted us, so if nothing else, well, I hey. appreciate that. So. Hey. Well, thank you again, Dada Howler, man. People find him online. Fill out those applications. If you're an artist and instrumentalist and musician, whatever, you know what I'm saying? If you make noise, you know what I'm saying, in the backseat of your car. Like, I don't if give you a slap your bathroom you walls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you got your girlfriend. you in good company. You know what I'm saying? Doing squats up and down the stairs. <laughs> trying, to get that perfect, <laughs> trying to get that perfect squeak, nigga. Trying to get that... Uh, <laughs> Man, that didn't sound right, man. Trying to get that, trying to get that some cut squeak. It sounded, it sounded exactly how it's supposed to, bro. Yeah. That, 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 that some cut squeak. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm trying to get that Jersey Club sound. Yeah, <laughs> man. I ain't mad at you, dog. This is Local Over Everything, episode 24, man. It's been a wonderful time. I thank y'all for dealing with us, for allowing us to be us. Thank you, Dallas, Texas, and beyond for allowing the locals to be ourselves, thank man. You it's 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 re- it's really cool to be able it's to do this, man. Nigga, <laughs> yeah, it's just genuinely so weird. Outcast, bro? We do, but like we don't sing the shit out loud. Like when nah, man, talking. whatever, man. That's a good ass song. You got you got yeah, prototype bro. on your shit, Cambio. You better drop that shit, man. Drop that shit, bro. Being weird is cool. Yeah, thank man. You, it's thank cool you. now. Thank it's you, cool man. now. Mo the bear. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm weird. Simon Phoenix, human reference. What up? It's like being nice. Now, thank you, Dallas, Texas, and everybody, man, who listens to us from all around the world. We got crazy listeners all over the world. Man, each and every one of those listens is very important to us, man. We really dig it, and we appreciate y'all hanging in there with us as long as you have, man, because it's only gonna get greater. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to special guest DJ, our favorite guest DJ coming through, laying down them dope vibes, man. Young Cambio, aka Huey Freeman. You know what I'm saying? Aka ain't got no type. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Sway Lee in the studio. (laughs) 
We really appreciate that, man. Everybody who came in and kicked it with us, dog, we really appreciate y'all, man. This is Local Over Everything on DeepElamonet.com, soon to be on SoundCloud. So look forward to this episode, man. And I iTunes. Am, and iTunes, because yeah. we, we are on iTunes now. So fuck with us there. Subscribe on iTunes. I am the six foot plus, slim, poom, poom, tickler, young Buddha nibbler, the OGYBN, young and the reckless Rodney Blue. And by my side, as always, Mr. Learn Something New Every Day, Mr. Cut That Shit Out Himself, Mother Bear. And Diamond Dallas Phoenix Shout out to uh, Blues Cat <laughs> <laughs> And we gonna take y'all home man Y'all have a good night man Good night Dallas And stay woke Yep Keep it on the low It's <laughs> your bitch ass <laughs>